Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. Nolan McGraw's over there counting them up. We'll reveal that in about an hour, 45 minutes or so. But the Ravens back at practice yesterday. John Harbaugh and others met with the media talking about various subjects. One of those subjects was Kyle Hamilton got hurt against the Rams. So, John Harbaugh, what's up with that? Pretty good. You know, I was pretty happy to see it. Uh... He, uh, he wasn't a full participant. He uh, was out there for a lot of most of the practice, did as much as he could, and uh, we'll see how he progresses as the week goes on. So he was there on said practice field, Kyle Hamilton, yep. who we're going to hear from in a second. But, I mean, this is a guy that looked like, at the very least, not even a chance he'll see Jacksonville. Still might not play, by the way, but looked like this could be a multi-week injury right. yeah. for him. Uh, do they need him? Absolutely. Because the drop-off was drastic after he left in that game. Um, I just want him to be totally healthy because I don't want him to go out like at 80% or whatever and then hurt himself where then he'll be out a few more weeks after that. That's that's what I want. Yeah, I see a guy like George Kittle looming, for instance, on Christmas night. But here's Kyle Hamilton himself talking about exactly when he got hurt. I mean, the injury actually happened when I hit Puka on the under route. Um, my knee kind of bent a weird way, and then I got up, came back in the next possession, and really involved in the play. My knee just kind of felt weird, so I went down, went to the locker room, taped it up, came back in, tweaked it again, and trainers were giving me advice to just sit it out, um, let the guys go win the game, which they did. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to listen to the pros, and the advice they gave him probably was, um, you know, because as a player, you're going to ask, can I hurt it worse? Or how does it feel? Is it stiffening up? And at halftime, maybe it's stiffened up or when he came off. Um, if that's the case, I mean, they've seen it many a time. They've took, they've done with many players. So they're going to, you, you, as a player, you got to listen to what they're hired for a reason. Yeah, he left the game, came back in, and then, as he just said, they told him to shut it down. Now, Kyle Hamilton was also talking yesterday about – What's going to need to happen for him to be there Sunday night at 820? Yeah, I think it's just reps, honestly. You know, you, it's tough to simulate getting practice reps. 
Uh, you can do as many mental reps as you want. Being out there, actually seeing live plays, it's different. Uh, getting prepared for a game. So hopefully, be out there tomorrow, getting some reps and uh, preparing for the game. Well, I think the big thing, Bob, is is we got to see if he if he's a full participant today. If, if that's the progress that we we've got to see. And he's right. I mean, taking the mental reps. I mean, that's a nice thing mentally and stuff. But a lot of times, most times, being on the field and seeing it live and seeing it at full speed and stuff, so much easier for recalling things. Break out the stethoscope. What do you think for Kyle Hamilton Sunday night? You feeling it or no? No. I, I'll say no. I, but unless if he practices full today, Bob – then I, I think I think he's a go. But if he doesn't have a full practice this week, I say no. Good evening, Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It is news from the nasty on this total request. Thursday, John Harbaugh talks about that Jacksonville pass rush led by Josh Allen. Right, Josh Allen, you know, usually coming off our left side. He's gonna have, we're going to have to account for him in everything we do. But, you know, gosh, I mean, the whole front. They got a really good guy on the right side. And they got two guys back and those two guys up that play all the time that are really good, too, on the edges. And, Got a, they've got two great inside uh, middle linebackers, inside backers, and that front is pretty dominant too. So this is one of the best defenses in the league, and we're getting ready for them. All right. Do you agree with that assessment, best defenses in the uh, league? I'll say the stats tend to say differently, Bob. <laughs> right. The defense is ranked 24th. I mean, they're good against the rush. They're fourth against the rush. I give them that. And on third down, they're good. They're fifth on third down. But an overall defense, not so fast. Not not so fast. Yeah, um, when you're ranked 31st in any category, that doesn't say one of the best of anything in the league, I would assume. Yeah, and, and Bob, you know what's a crazy stat is um, people have thrown it on them 500 times. People have run it on them 300 times. So, you know, that's why they're they're 31st for a reason. They give up, tw- they give up uh, 22 points a game. I mean, Bob, they score 24, give up 22. So they're going to be in a high-scoring tight game in in most times. That, that sounds more like a mediocre team. Like when we were talking about the Rams last week, kind of yeah. similar, barely points scored versus points allowed, and they were 6-6 six and six heading into that but game. they turned guys loose. You know, I mean, we saw that. What team was it that did the same thing? Turned guys loose in the back end. And that's why I think Todd's going to spread them out, shift, motion, move. Because those kind of guys that turn people, you got to make them think. John Harbaugh, offensive line pass blocking. The key has been what? Well, I think we've seen, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the challenge this week. And I told the guys in the meeting this morning, but we've also seen the best in the league. And uh, that's been week after week here in the last month or so. I think the offensive line uh, have done a phenomenal job. And I put the running backs in that category, too, as far as pass blocking. But uh, that was, a, you're talking about passing off a game and a twist, which is what Jacksonville does a ton of. They're really good at it. Got to be great at that. But that's what offensive line play is. And our guys, I think our guys are the best in the business. Passing off on the twists. They they run stunts and twists. And, yeah, you, you got to keep your head on a swivel. It's what you got to do. And your back's got to be able to help. And Ricard, you know, helps out a bunch in there, too. So, they, they, they're all, I mean, Bob, they're experienced dudes now. The guy who's controls a lot of it is the center Lindenbaum he's he's the help guy a bunch of times so you know Ronnie's gonna have his work cut out for him and I'm sure they're gonna give him help because Ronnie's biggest weakness is the bull rush Josh Allen's strongest move is the bull rush 
And finally here, news from the nest on this total request. Thursday, Zay Flowers, who's been making some big plays for the Ravens all year long, and especially as of late, was asked about the season as it is now in the middle of December having more of a playoff feel to it. I just see the game get faster and faster each week. As we get closer to the playoffs, it get faster and faster. So I just we just got to keep up. Who was that, Mom? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Gets faster and faster. We'll just wait till the playoffs then because it's even going to be faster. And I, he's pro- probably be, it feels faster to him because the intensity of these games, the importance of these games is huge now when you only got, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. But Zay Flowers is going to be a very uh, important part oh, of big the Ravens, their success down the stretch. Scored the touchdown last week. <laughs> Huge win at that against the Rams. When we come back, let's count some cash, hopefully by yourself. 410-583-1057 is the number. If you want to get your song request in or if you want to join us on this total request Thursday, Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. 1230 preview that Jacksonville matchup and talk about the Ravens. Relatively healthy, it seems, outside of Devin DuVernay, who's on the IR and as we talked about Kyle Hamilton, Vinny's film breakdown of the Jacksonville defense that John Harbaugh just talked about coming up around 12. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan. It is Total Request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Send your request to the Plaza Board tax line. If you want to join us, get in on the WGK Law phone lines here we got plenty of sports subjects to talk about like the start of week 15 tonight thursday night football nfl chargers raiders no keenan allen tonight and of course justin herbert's out for the year we'll get our picks in next hour but let's count our own cash we'd like to count everybody else's money joe hey a ton hey let's count ours by ourselves 
All right, Bob, the Dow's up 170. S&P's up 24. NASDAQ is up 60. DraftKings is up 51 cents. Under Armour's up 11 cents to 8.30. Start with something that we got into a little bit yesterday. Tommy DeVito, not easy being a backup quarterback in the NFL, but he seemed to make the most of it so far on and off the field. All of a sudden, leading the Giants to three straight wins, and he's not just along for the ride, a passer rating of over 100 in all three of those games. He's definitely leading the way. Vinny Byersell, this legend of Tommy DeVito, will live on into training camp next year where he challenges Jones for the starting job. I'll soft buy it, but like if they've finished strong, Norm, where he ends up going like five and three or has a winning record, Oh, he'll be challenging Daniel Jones. Then then things will get interesting because he'll have the, – the fans will be on his side. But a little college football here. Uh, Nebraska, we got five-star quarterback news here. Recruit uh, Dylan Rayola mm-hmm. was previously committed to Georgia. Uh, has been for a while now, but some reports are now popping up that he may be flipping from the Bulldogs to the Cornhuskers. Listed as the top quarterback recruit in this year's class, number two overall player by 24-7 sports. But why Nebraska? Well, his father was actually an All-American center there back in the late 90s. His uncle currently on the Nebraska staff, so it's a family affair. This kind of uh, uncharted territory, though, for the Cornhuskers. Five stars have been very few and far between for them, at least in the... uh, you know, last 20 years or so. New century. Yeah. Yeah, since uh, Tom Osborne. Yeah. Uh, well, nonetheless here, Bob, buy or sell, Nebraska will be able to land this big fish. I'll go ahead and buy it. And then we heard Matt Rule say, what, last week, two weeks ago, it's going to cost a million, mil. Two, yeah. two mil. They're going to find that money in Lincoln, Nebraska. Cornhusker football is kind of the thing. And this is a, they multiple national championships, uh, Hall of Famers on the, uh, what, Devaney and then uh, Tom Osborne took over for him. I mean, they've got a football lineage that is rivaled by few, and uh, they need to get back in there. The Scott Frost experiment turned out to be a disaster. So, yes, they're going to flip all Riola, <laughs> and everyone's going to be loving every ELE in Lincoln, Nebraska. Eventually, I'm seeing them in the top 10 within two or three years, maybe sooner than that. How about back to the NFL here? Ben Roethlisberger has kept himself active in retirement. Like everyone else in the world, he has a podcast. Every once in a while, headlines will pop up with some opinion of his, and we get to use it for segments like this. Recently went off on the Steelers' offense, even challenged someone on that side of the ball to step up and lead. His quote here says, Maybe the tradition of the Pittsburgh Steelers is done. This isn't what it's or this isn't what has been handed down from those teams in the 70s, the Steel Curtain, four Super Bowls, the Knowles, the Bradshaws. It's unbelievable. Vinny, are you buying or selling Big Ben's take here on uh, the culture there in Pittsburgh? Um, I'll soft buy it because I, I got a feeling that they're going to lose at least three of their next four, maybe four in a row. So then I think there would be a lot of uh, talk after that. And then talk of, you know, is it time for Tomlin? He'd been here too long kind of thing, just like what's going on well, with Well, it Belichick. seems like he's losing control of the team. Yes, he is. Now, Roethlisberger played with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, two guys who were notorious complainers, and both winding their way out of Pittsburgh pretty much finished their respective careers. But, yeah, Steelers, the formidable foe, 
Yeah. Ah, they're the worst team in the division right now. Go a little baseball here. The Blue Jays, apparently very heavily involved in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes, ultimately came up short of the Dodgers' massive offer there. Uh, but I believe the report was that uh, Toronto had offered upwards of $500 million, so they were willing to spend. Also, there were rumors of them being uh, in trade talks with San Diego for Juan Soto before he ultimately landed with the Yankees. So the Blue Jays seemingly very aggressive here this offseason. A lot of big names left on the market. Buy or sell, Bob. They'll be able to make a splash addition before the winter is done. Oh, yeah. I think Bob Nightingale said they might get Bellinger, who's out there, have to overpay to get him. But they've been aggressive the last couple of years and bringing in free aid. Kevin Gosman got over $100 million a couple years back and actually has pitched up yeah. to that salary. But, yeah, they'll land a big fish if we want to use that cliche, because somebody's going to take the money, they're going to be throwing at people for sure. And we'll close things here with Tyreek Hill. Probably lucky his ankle injury from Monday night didn't end up much worse. Uh, he missed some action in that loss to Tennessee, but still in a position to keep playing the rest of the season. Only question is at what percent. Mike McDaniel hasn't said anything besides day-to-day for him, uh, but the Dolphins, they are taking on the Jets this week. Hill, if you asked him, I'm sure he wants to play. He's chasing the all-time receiving record. But Vinny, buy or sell, Miami can afford to have him sit a week. I'll sell it. We saw when he missed whatever he the time that he missed, the offense went stagnant. Yeah, pretty much two quarters. Yeah, so no, they they cannot afford to have him miss a week if they want to win. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. When we come back, Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. We'll preview Baltimore and Jacksonville with her. Ravens three-point favor, three and a half. The spread's moved again by a half a point against the Jags. A 20 Sunday night. Two first-place teams getting it on. Both teams trying to uh, achieve things that uh, you know other teams hope to achieve. Like, you don't think the Carolina Panthers would kill to be in the situation that Baltimore and Jacksonville are in. Jacksonville, however, kind of reeling a little bit. Can they get it together? We'll talk to uh, Melissa about that. Get caught up with Vinny's film study of that Jacksonville defense. John Harbaugh, we just played this earlier in the hour, said they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. Does the film say that? We'll find out. 1245 NFL lunch coming up at 1. We'll look at the schedule for week 15, which starts tonight, as we said, with uh, Chargers taking on the Raiders and then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We're raggling him for Northwestern losing to Chicago State as a ranked team. But we'll also talk about the real and fantasy football world with a guy that's on national TV, radio TV, if that makes any sense. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) 
Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick the songs at 410-583-1057. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes. Stay tuned for that. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Ravens, three and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. Sunday night, 8-20, Baltimore game day uncensored, live from the Green Turtle in Towson, brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pesora. So we're going to get you ready for that one. Battle of first place teams taking place on national television. Joining us now to preview that, talk about everything else happening out there at One Winning Drive. Our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan, she's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in, as we do every Thursday, Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. What is happening? Good afternoon, guys. Yeah, no, definitely looking forward to this Sunday. I think a lot of the guys on the team are, too. You know that there's a little bit of, you know, hype in the air talking about being the top seed in the AFC at the moment, but they know that that doesn't matter if you're not that in Week 18. So, yeah, it's been a good week so far. All right, two-parter for you. First, Kyle Hamilton at practice yesterday. How surprised were you to see him out there? And to your point about the number one seed, John Harbaugh tried to downplay it just a little bit, but human nature, says Melissa, they have to be aware of the situation they have put themselves in in that regard by now. Oh, absolutely. And when it comes to Kyle Hamilton, yeah, I was very surprised to see him out there because he had left the game um, twice uh, on Sunday. And, you know, it was only, what, three days out from that particular knee injury. He was wearing a brace, though, on his left knee. And um, I actually asked him afterwards, you know, how are you feeling? Do you feel okay? He's like, I feel pretty good. He's like, you know, just trying to get better every single day and obviously still doesn't know yet whether he's going to play on Sunday. But, um, you know, I think that in this situation, you do want to proceed with caution in the sense that there's still four weeks left of the regular season and whatever playoff situation happens after that, too. So it's not like, you know, they should they can need to, like, rush to get him back. And after the number one seed thing, yeah, I mean, I think they're all pretty aware of that. And as you mentioned, Bob, like human nature is a thing. And um, if you kind of like look on their social media a little bit when they first <laughs> overtook that number one spot, even. Um, in the division at one point, I was seeing some social media posts on stories and stuff like that from some of the guys. So they're, they're definitely aware of it. But I think that especially from a head coaching perspective, you want you probably still want, obviously, guys to play with that chip on their shoulder. And I think that this team definitely will. Now, Melissa, who have you talked to in the locker room this week? Uh, well, we talked to Kyle yesterday, kind of in a little group setting. And also mm-hmm. talked to Morgan Moses a little bit, too, um, in the sense of, you know, where this offense is going, because I think one of the surprising things that did happen this past Sunday was, you know, this is obviously franchise historically speaking, a team that runs the ball quite a bit. And in the first half, they'd only run the ball eight times at that point. They were relying heavily on the pass game. And, you know, Morgan mentioned this, you know, I've talked to Kevin Zeitler and John Simpson in the past about this too, about the offense. And to put it, frankly, Kevin Zeitler always puts it back. He always keeps it real and puts puts it back. He's like, you know, well, if it's working, like, why wouldn't we go with it? Like, you know what I mean? In that situation. And it was working for Lamar Jackson. So um, I think that that is something that they will, you know, adapt to. And Coach Munkin will adapt to, like, as these games continue throughout the regular season. Did uh, Morgan say anything about the uh, alternating tackles? Oh, he did. And he was like, uh, he was asked about that for sure. And he was like, oh, gosh, don't get me in trouble. Um, but he, uh, you know, he said it's nice to have that death, obviously, with McCary and Fa'alele as well. But he's like, no, no, no. He's like, definitely want to be out there, obviously, for everybody. But it's nice that you have that kind of, 
depth on the team and the guys who are able to do that. And, you know, this is something that has been harped on this whole season with guys like, you know, Geno Stone and um, you know, Tylen Wallace stepping up is that they always say, the guys always say, we all take the same reps at practice. We all practice the same so that when we go out there and we're expected to play like a starter, we all can because we are all practicing the same pretty much. What uh, what questions are you going to have for Todd Munkin today? Ooh, <laughs> we love Todd Munkin. Um, look, I think that we're going to obviously talk about scheming a little bit, run versus the pass. What are you expecting to see from this Jacksonville defense for sure? And honestly, too, being in the situation, because Coach Munkin is obviously familiar with being on these winning teams, having won um, national championships at Georgia, how do you, you know, con- I think mindset is such a big thing in this situation, you know, like when you are winning, because I think a lot of teams, obviously, and this one in particular does too, thrive on being the underdog and thrive on like, you know, everybody's against us. And, you know, we have to go out there and prove and show like what we got. And I think that this is a bit of a different situation this year. So I, I would be interested to see, to hear what he has to say about being in those situations before and coaching those kinds of teams. I And ask him, are you, Probably Mike McDonald will probably get a lot of questions this week, especially because the defense was so bad last week. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have their best game against the run. They they absolutely, definitely know that. Um, Patrick Queen at the podium yesterday as well, and Justin Madibike was talking in the locker room too. And, you know, I think that um, on the defensive side in terms of they, they know that they have to improve that. And, you know, Patrick said that it comes down to every man, like owning their gap, doing the best they can. And, you know, they're just looking, looking to improve that, looking at themselves and improving that. And that's something they've definitely done in the past too. Well, uh, yeah. And I think it all starts with, now let me ask you this, Melissa, did any of them say that they practiced in pads last week? Because it looks like they, it looked like they didn't because I mean, tackling was poor. They couldn't get off blocks. They weren't using their hands very well defensively. Uh, I'm trying to remember now too. Last week seems like such a long time ago now. Um, I want to. They definitely. I want to say they did. They definitely did um, practice in pads last week. Um, I want to say on Wednesday and Thursday last week. But um, yeah, I mean to your point, um, that is something that has certainly reared its ugly head a couple times in the last couple of seasons. We haven't seen it as much this season either. But I think that's certainly a question for Mike McDonald. Yeah, and then um, have you talked to Bateman at all? Because, I mean, he got four targets in the first half, none in the second. Mike Preston kind of wrote this week how he feels like he kind of checked out. Um, We have not seen Bateman in the locker room yet this week, um, but I will certainly hunt him down this week as well. But uh, to your point, um, you know, I think that, you know, it's kind of going with how they're – planning you know the offense right now in terms of guys that they did I mean OBJ like you know obviously got um the most catches last week and uh Bateman Zay those guys kind of you know trickled Nelson Aguilar as well um and so I think that look this is a good problem to have right in that sense that you can rely on other guys besides like Rashad Bateman in the second half but um we shall see. We'll definitely hunt down Bateman this week. Melissa Kim, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan, talking about the Ravens-Jacksonville coming up. Two first-place teams Sunday night down there. If we look at Jacksonville from a realistic standpoint, Melissa, that they lost two in a row, three of their last five games. You're the Ravens. What's the most concerning part about this matchup on national television? I want to say that definitely there – I mean, I know that uh, Trevor Lawrence – 
I mean, look, I think that he obviously is still dealing with some ankle issues as much as he it is impressive that he is out there in general right now. Um, but if he does continue to get healthy this past week, which I'm sure he will, I think that, I mean, he's like one of the better quarterbacks right now. Like, that would be like my biggest concern that I'm honing in on is the health of Trevor Lawrence. All right, Melissa, Baltimore game day plot down tomorrow night. What are we talking about? We will certainly hunt down the aforementioned guys for sure, Rashad right. Bateman, um, for sure. Um, but, yeah, we will chat about the matchup coming up, obviously, this week and some one-on-ones with the guys and potentially a special guest. We're still working on that. But Melissa, appreciate yeah, that sounds great. Melissa, appreciate the time. <laughs> we'll, talk to you, we'll talk to you Sunday night when we're live from the Green Turtle out there in Taos. Yes, sir. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, thank you, Melissa Kim, everybody. Ravens back in practice today. Coordinator speaking with the media. We'll be listening to, uh, to that tomorrow on Featured Artist Friday. When we come back, you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites at Jacksonville. What's your concern, ladies and gentlemen, for the matchup of first-place teams? Anything else on your mind in the world of sports? Share them with their fellow listeners here. We'll come back. Vinny's film breakdown of the Jacksonville Ball Club, NFL Lunch. Going to hear from various members of the Ravens maybe some Jags as well. We'll look at the schedule for week 15 starts tonight. Raiders hosting the Chargers, a game you can hear on the fan. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, joins us at 1.30. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. fan. The fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs. We'll play them. Send your request. Plot support text line at 410-583-1057. Get your phone calls in on that very number. Also, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about an hour. But earlier in the program, about an hour ago, as a matter of fact, (coughs) Vinny broke down the Jacksonville Jaguars from an offensive standpoint. We know. Some of the fancy names on that Mm -hmm. side of the ball. Now let's talk about them defensively. John Harbaugh said they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. Did he explain why they are or why they aren't? Yeah, they're they're an interesting defense. Let's just say that because, Bob, we've mentioned it before. Against the pass, they're second to last in the league. They're terrible against the pass. Now, rush defense, they're fourth. Uh, You know, so people have thrown it 200 more times on them than run it. So, and, you know, you you don't run it on them for a couple reasons. You, you may say, hey, you know, they're hard to run against. Or, you know what, we're dumb if we don't throw the ball on them. Cause, and, Bob, I mean, it's the same same type of thing. Um, Cincinnati, two games ago, Cincinnati on the Monday night at Jacksonville. And then the next day, last week at Cleveland, the defensive front was spectacular. I mean, that's the first film I saw. Defensive front, awesome. And Cleveland couldn't run the ball for nothing. The week before against Cincinnati at Jacksonville, they ran for 156 yards. Over 500 yards they had the Bengals with a backup quarterback. So which defense is it? You know, because I'm watching the Cleveland game and I'm saying, damn. You know, like uh, Roy Harris Robertson, or you know, number 95. I mean, he was physical. Great technique and all. Cincinnati's getting tossed around, you know, and they're running up and down the field on them. So it's an interesting, interesting group of guys. Now, up front, I mean, you got to go. I mean, if they're ranked fourth, it means they played a lot of good games, you know, against the run. So I kind of like, I thought their front 
played pretty stout at the point of attack. Thought they played the run pretty good fundamentally and stuff. Now, rushing the passer, um, Josh Allen has got, what, 13 sacks? He's done a nice job. And Trayvon Walker, he just he doesn't use his hands rushing the passer. That's the, He plays hard. He can run. Does a decent job in the run stuff. You know, I like that. You know, and, and Harps talks about Smoot. He plays behind Josh Allen. I mean, Smoot kind of is the third guy. He plays on both sides. Smoot, to me, is kind of, uh, he looks old. He looks heavy. He, he doesn't get much pressure on the quarterback. So they're going to have to deal with Josh Allen. I mean, he's he's a good player. He's relentless. They play hard. They do that. And Josh Allen's going to try to bull rush you. And Trayvon Walker's going to try to bull rush you. But then... Josh Allen can find a way to get past where Trayvon just stays. He'll just stay locked on. Inside linebacker-wise, Devin Lloyd. I remember looking at him. You Linebacker out of Utah. And then uh, Bob Fosade Olakon. I got you here. Number, well, I got the pronunciation guide on the old flip card. It is Fosade Oluokin. Now, Oluokin? That dude's a beast. He has 138 total tackles. I mean, they're they're both around the ball a lot. Lloyd has 99. He has 138. And uh, Ola Khan, he also has two and a half sacks. They're they're fast, fluid. You know, they can chase down the line of scrimmage. Against Cleveland, they dominated. And then against Cincinnati, they were they were not good. If you get people in their face, like just like the Ravens linebackers, if if you your defensive linemen are not holding people up, those little linebackers they're gonna get they're in trouble. But getting back to their, and you'll talk about the secondary here in a second. The Cincinnati game didn't yeah. uh, Brownie come out and complete like twelve of thirteen or thirteen of fourteen right out of the gate against yeah. that. Yeah, and Bob, well, defense. he completed almost all of them. Yeah, he was like thirty-two out of thirty-seven for three hundred and sixty yards or whatever. So, I mean, which defensive front? Because I wanted to look at a game at Jacksonville and just happened to be the Cincinnati game, and it was just a couple weeks ago, and a defense stunk. They gave up 30-some points. Now the secondary, secondary, the the, the safeties, Cisco and Jenkins, um, both have a lot of tackles. They're involved heavily. The safeties, they get safeties involved heavily in the run game. They atta- they're coming up quick and uh, involved heavily. That's why they have someone like Jenkins has 78 tackles. Cisco has 56. I mean, Bob, they're the third and fourth leading tacklers on a team. So um, they're heavily involved. And between the two, they have one interception. So they, they don't make a lot of plays on the ball. Um, now the corners pretty interesting because the corners they Tyson Campbell but he's on the injury report and then Monteric Brown number 30 he'll be playing in 31 probably Darius Williams now those guys think they're very average a lot of they play when they're playing off they're playing deep and they give you the opportunity to catch a lot of balls and when they play press and they play man you can shake them pretty easy that's the thing. And then in their secondary also, and we've mentioned the safeties, they just turn guys loose. Last week in Joko, they just let him run free. Just let him run free. 
and they'll miss some tackles back there too. But I don't think the corners are very good, Bob. That, that's one of the biggest things is the corners are not good. They, they have a hard time in off, and they have a hard time in press. And I think that they'll have a hard time with a Zay Flowers type guy that is so quick and shifty. And, and Odell's probably his intelligence will get him open. And then likely, likely he'll have a chance to make some plays too. And I just don't think, Bob, that, I don't know, we'll see if they can get pressure um, consistently on them. They they haven't because, I mean, statistically, you look at them. I mean, uh, sack-wise, they're 20, they have 27 sacks. And like you have said earlier, there's two guys that have sacks. Josh Allen has 13, and Walker has, what, five. five yeah. So it's two guys that you really got to worry about. So I don't know that they're going to get a ton of pressure. And if they're not getting a ton of pressure, there's going to be guys open, and they're going to have a chance to make plays. And one of my keys is going to be that the Ravens have over 100 yak yards. Why? Because if they're playing off coverage and they're not great tacklers, they're going to catch some quick balls, some quick screens, turn it up and make a play. That's that's what I see, you know, about this defense. I mean, they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know which one's going to show up because you figured against the Bengals, Bob, they'd never had a Monday night game ever in Jacksonville. They have a Monday night, and they were flat. I mean, they scored a bunch of points, but the sure. defense was the defense played like the Ravens' defense played last week. That's what that's what they did, and uh, maybe they overlooked the Bengals or something. But uh, I mean, I um, Chase he had a, like 150 yards receiving, so he had a bunch, and 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 Joko for Cleveland had a ton. So they give up over 100 yard receivers. Somebody's getting over 100 yards. For the Ravens. And it's funny because we were talking earlier in the week about the run pass differential Ravens versus the Rams where they threw more than they ran by a lot. Yep. Looking at them statistically, Vinny, and as you just talked about from a film study perspective, you would think maybe we'll see more of the same. Yeah, but the only thing that them. I thought, Bob, were, watching, were against yeah, their pass? watching the Bengals game was the when Joe Flacco was playing you know, for Cleveland, they're kind of tight. They don't really spread it out much. Where Bengals had them all spread out. And they were hitting creases in there, Bob, running the football, mixing and stuff. And because Browning's not a runner. And if the Ravens split them out, there's going to be some creases in there. And if if those guys aren't getting off a block, that's, that's the whole thing with defensive linemen. If they are if they can't get off a block and get the ball, there's, gonna, there's creases. And with the Bengals, there was creases. Browns, there was no creases. I'm very confident. That the Ravens are going to achieve victory Sunday night. We'll do our picks tomorrow, of course, as we do every Friday. We got picks coming up for tonight's game later on in the one o'clock. Let me finish hour. one thing. Bob. Yeah, the, go ahead, man. Brandon McManus, the kicker, yeah. very good kicker for Jacksonville. He's thirty of thirty on PATs, and he's five of seven, fifty plus, ten of 12, 40 to forty nine. So he's a legit kicker and her punter, Logan Cook. His net is forty three two, which is excellent. Now. There's nine clinching scenarios for the Ravens this weekend. Nine. I'm not going over all nine. Go to NFL.com and look at clinching scenarios. You can see them. I mean, there's going to be, yeah. Again, I can't get into it. We don't have enough time. But there is a, there are nine different ways where the Baltimore Ravens could clinch a playoff spot 
this weekend or this Sunday night starting at 820 against Jacksonville. Week 15 of the NFL season starts tonight. We'll get into that, as we said, in the 1 o'clock hour. NFL lunch coming up next. Going to hear from Trevor Lawrence and a bunch of Ravens. We'll look at week 15 schedule around 115 or so. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, talk real and fantasy football with him. And we have to give him the business because Mike's a Northwestern grad. They were ranked this week in college basketball and promptly went out and lost to Chicago State. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 